1: Lorna Nier says she loves gravy nice and thick. could trot a mouse on it.
0: <laughs> Has anyone heard of this expression before?: She would
1: like to see a mouse pirouetting across the surface of her gravy.
0: In a little tweed
1: outfit, trot a mouse across the gravy meniscus. <laughs>
0: To Emer and Esther's Sunday Roast with Emer and Esther.
1: I'm Emer McLysis.
0: And I'm Esther Omwardunay.
1: Emer and Esther's Sunday Roast with Emer and Esther is a podcast about the joy of roast potatoes and a carvery lunch.
0: Every Sunday, we share our findings on roasts and carveries, the length and breadth of Ireland. Back in Dublin.
1: Three, two, one. Let's,
0: Let's roast!
1: roast! <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your week, Esther? Thanks for asking, Emer. I was in Venice. I have it in our notes here. Esther went to Venice, Emer went to the Puccine Still. <laughs>
0: There are lifestyles. Accept them, please. How was Venice? Venice was amazing. I've never been, always wanted to go. So amazing. And you know, there's gondola. Oh, first of all, actually. So there's gondolas everywhere in Venice. I re- everyone knows that, but they're everywhere. Anyway, so I was saying on this bit of water that was by the bridge's size. So at the end of the hotel, there was a terrace and the gondolas were going by. Goodio. So I put a video on my social media. Yeah. Dolphin's Barn is the location. Yeah. She said, Sorry, what am I looking at here? <laughs> I said,
1: <laughs> Do you not see the gondolas?
0: Now, there is a man who goes on the Grand Canal through Dolphin's Barn and Portobello on a paddleboard sometimes with a dog. But I've never seen the gondolas.
1: I was in Venice once when I was about 16 and it was July. It was oh. very hot. It did not smell good. Oh. And it was terrifying. Oh.
0: <laughs> was, it, was the sound just the- terrifying or the the stench was that terrifying um the stench
1: was bad because in the height of summer obviously there's evaporation some of that water's been sitting there for quite some time (laughs) i i probably smelled nice when you were there in november yes
0: that's i recommend going to these because it was really busy so i can't imagine going there in like high summer when Mm. it was stinking whatever the other thing that was so i had a lovely time i went to the bignali and i was like oh la 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 la, i'm so cool eating pasta until
1: until you ate something that didn't agree with you
0: the last night i've I'm suffering are you able person. to say
1: I asked her what it was that made her sick and she struggled to say it out loud would you like me to say it
0: if you would please
1: it was beef carpaccio oh, Jesus. now we're going to be talking about beef later in the podcast will you be okay at least it was cooked
0: I don't know but li- well, as you listen to this just know that I am probably I'm making faces the thoughts of having another carvery actually at the moment
1: <laughs> I will this is actually heroic on Est- Esther's part because she is coming out the tail end oh, of geez, a bad tummy she got on a plane with that stomach
0: and before the plane a fairy Ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't pretty. At least Artists. it wasn't a gondola. Oh yeah, sorry, before we get into uh, our sauce findings on this week's Insta sticker, <laughs> which I think we'd like to monopolize in a way, you no know other podcast does. Insta sticker. If, imagine if Instagram pulled us into a meeting. Wow, we've seen the numbers on your Insta sticker. No one is using that. <laughs> no one is using it like you guys. Uh, we had some
1: numbers on our Insta <laughs> oh, sticker this week. We had numbers anyway, anyway, what, what, okay, was it,
0: did you have more Venice news? Uh, no, Venice, you, no, beautiful, recommend it. Don't, don't eat. <laughs> beef carpaccio don't eat the beef carpaccio um, so you went to Venice I went to the
1: Puccine still yes, um, which is a famed carvery location mm-hmm. where I went for the afters of my confirmation so I was with my mother I didn't have a carvery because it was like it was just gone midday and I wasn't long past my breakfast so it wasn't carvery time mm-hmm. but I did have a good look at sorry, what was sorry. on sorry
0: it's always carvery it's always carvery time
1: Obviously I took a picture of the menu. Um I had a good look at what was on offer. Everyone, it was busy mm-hmm. and there was a sign on the door saying so-and-so's funeral, go here at 4 pm and you know mm-hmm. they weren't serving anything but carvery because me and my mother went in and said, Is there a menu? Could we order something small? No, sorry, you must visit the Ban Marie. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up getting soup, which was very miscellaneous vegetable funeral soup, which is always pleasing. Um, They had beef, they didn't have, on the carvery they had beef, they didn't have turkey, they had ham and they had a lot of other usual trimmings but they serve it seven days a week. Something to note,
0: can't go wrong with that.
1: And that's all. Oh also I was on James Cavanagh's podcast this week, well recorded an episode of James Cavanagh's which is also food based Mm. which is what did you eat this week? So me and Sarah Breen went on, talked about food, talked about carveries so you should be able to hear that soon.
0: Hi, James. Looking forward to it. I love that podcast. Okay, so let's move on to our sauce findings from this week's Instant
1: A lot of interest. Whoa. A lot of interest. So after we talked about bread sauce last week, um, people wanted to talk more about condiments and sauces in general. In general poor Esther is struggling. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many words in our shared document that are upsetting her.
0: <laughs> Not good. The first one is a real stinker. <laughs> if you've just had a food poisoning, maybe I'll
1: read this one as well. Mm. So, first of all, this actually wasn't. Well, it was kind of a response to our Insta sticker. I'm sorry if I'm murdering this name, Valerie Scott. Um, she got in touch actually on Twitter and shared a tweet that she'd seen. Somebody had taken a picture of a menu, and condiments like mayo, spicy mayo, mustard were called wet toppings. And she said, I feel like the roast girlies need to see this. And see this, we did. Oh, Wet toppings. <laughs> upsetting.
0: Wet toppings. <laughs> <laughs> Esther's crying. That's like someone who was doing up the document and just was having a break. And they're like, "What? what is the word for those What's things we put on this? stuff? The white stuff. It's What's mixed. the word for these
1: liquids that we put on top of stuff? Wet, Wet toppings. toppings. And then in response to that, Nicola Nivreinon got in, got in touch and said she was in a service station in Freshford in Kilkenny two weeks ago. And they had a thing on their menu called the wet dish of the day. She didn't elaborate, I don't think, on what the wet dish of the day was. No. But she did say it was a great deli. Uh, uh, g- have a go there at some of the, the Insta sticker responses.
0: Gulp. Um, well, Eva Keeley got in touch. She absolutely rinsed her mother. She said her mum does, does a roast every Sunday, but, and I quote, went a bit off piste a few years ago and started to make the gravy with veg water. I think my mother does that. Now, also some meat juice, not just veg water. Oh, was my that mo- part of it? Oh, your mo- you know. no. This is okay, my mother, yeah. and yeah. my
1: mother puts every any kind of runoff <laughs> from anything to do with the roast goes into the gravy.
0: Yeah, I think maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't want to speak for your mother, but maybe she had seen she'd watched too many cooking programs, and when they always said he'd put a bit of the pasta water in with the thingy, yeah, and she thought that's the same thing. It's not. Yeah. But she changed her ways and she... But carrot water never hurt anyone. <laughs> um, Rachel W. said, uh, horseradish and cranberry are important but meat-specific. Bread sauce is an abomination. <laughs>
1: I mean, they had the bread... We had a good few bread sauce um, cheerleaders. Mm. I wouldn't be one of them now. Claire Coleman, apple sauce on the ham at Christmas. Sounds lovely. Mm. Cranberry sauce on the turkey. I've never reached for the cranberry sauce because it just never dawned on me.
0: I do it sometimes as a gesture. It's always there. I like, I put a dab on but it really, it's not for me not bringing anything to it I think I'll probably have a
1: go at it this year now that we've we've talked about it mm. uh, Rachel Beebe Rachel Beebe an American listener whoa oh my god all the way so across excited. the Atlantic she said a roast type of meal is usually only served in a home setting in the holidays and the idea of just being able to order it in a pub was something she had <laughs> to Google <gasps> My God, she said she'd never heard of bread sauce and loves gravy with her turkey. I mean, I don't feel like you're missing anything with the bread sauce, but don't come for me, people. I know you all love it. And this reminds me of a time I was in Kentucky in the US of A and was brought to a place that was kind of aping like an 1890s homestead. And they served not a roast, but some of the largest pork chops I have ever come across
0: is that the thing, medieval times? That you it seen was. Films?
1: It, it, it wasn't medieval times, but like it was, you know, a similar idea. Mm. But it was f- less, more recent than medieval times. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> yeah, that's how they got around it. We we're gonna call this more recent than medieval times. Well, you can't catch us. You can't get us. But actually, I thought if we ever, if we ever did a live roast event, that's what it would be. The setup: me and Em are sitting. <laughs> Like two little kings and queens like on our chariots and then everyone just took it into a roast. But I feel sorry for Rachel that she can only have a roast on holidays and by holidays I presume she means Thanksgiving and Christmas. We translate to Irish speak, Hiberno English. But Rachel you can, we've opened up a whole new world hopefully you can have a roast anytime you want. Somebody last
1: week had got in touch to say could we talk about horseradish and there was some love for horseradish. (laughs) Elisa Duncan got in touch and said We need to
0: talk about horseradish No, no, no
1: Um, Elisa Duncan said Cranberry and horseradish are top sauces for her (laughs) Mayonnaise on the mash Controversial Oh, now I'm going to start Oh God, she's
0: going Mayonnaise on the mash That's just I think it's like you you go to someone's house And you go What do you call the remote control? And they go The beepy (laughs) bap The Toad And then, so, but in her, in Elisa's family, they just put mayonnaise in the mash. That's I mean, it's probably term. very tasty. It probably is, yeah. Uh, Johnny Burns, a friend of the pod, says he approves of sauces, but the more lumpy, the better. A lumpy sauce. Interesting. Oh, what are the lumps,
1: though? I don't know. I mean, if the lump is a thing, like a piece of a vegetable or something, but if the lump is... I'm getting close. Okay, let's back out from
0: this <laughs> conversation. Okay,
1: Lorna Nia says she loves gravy nice and thick. Could trot a mouse on it. <laughs>
0: Has anyone heard of this expression before? She would like to
1: see a mouse pirouetting across the surface of her do, gravy do, 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 do. in a little tweed outfit. Do, 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 do. Could trot a mouse in it? What is it? The meniscus. Oh,
0: <laughs> trot a mouse across the gravy meniscus. That is a good turn of phrase. Congratulations to uh, you,
1: David J. King says. Gravy or nothing. Horseradish is pish. Fair enough. David has spoken.
0: Also, uh, Car, you put a, p- a picture up last week because we did the halfway house. You put a picture of the roast we had. Carol Lyon commented on your picture. Said. The way the light hits the gravy makes it look like it's sparkling. Do you know what it almost was? Beautiful. It's a beautiful
1: plate of food. Beautiful.
0: Peggy and Sid said red
1: currant jelly with turkey at Christmas instead of cranberry sauce but we're Protestants so maybe that's why. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where's the toast? It's in the press. The toaster.
0: <laughs> and then shout out to Lisa Zink who is our shared hairdresser. Hi um, Lisa. Hello Lisa. I like a bit of chef brain sauce with my turkey if I'm having a roast at home and yeah. why shouldn't you? Good yeah. for you. My I'm mother not, puts brain sauce into the stuffing. Are you, a, I'm not a brain sorcerer though. Our family no, I know.
1: I, I, I know. Only if it's deeply hidden inside a dish.
0: And our very special last message on um, sauces <laughs> was from Emer MacLeist herself <laughs> and it was Emer here testing this box but also saying there's no shame in using Bisto. There's no shame in there's using Bisto. Some people are like yeah. how could you no. even even if it's just to add it at the end for a bit of
1: thickening and we did speak before about neither of us are a fan of light-coloured gravies. Mm. And the problem with a light-coloured gravy is there's no Bisto in it. That's mm. why it's so light-coloured.
0: Because it's all goodness. Here it's it all is. goodness. But not saying Bisto isn't good. Please don't go. But um, yeah, you couldn't add bits to the Bisto and hybrid it up. Make it a more fancy thing if you want. Okay, and then we have an email on the... Su- uh, this
1: email is fascinating. Go for it.
0: Okay, so on the topic of sauce, this is from Sork Alliance. My granny used to make Bisto gravy, bracket standard, but add a spoon of McDonald's curry sauce powder to it, bracket sublime. When I tell you it's the best wet topping this world has ever seen, I'm actually lowballing. <laughs> love the pod love the potatoes keep up the carving no no let's go back to this wet topping has come up in Sorka lines as email i think
1: Sorka had seen us referencing wet toppings okay thank yeah. you okay thank you i that. would be very surprised if she had come up with wet toppings okay. independent of
0: or it's so like maybe it's a part a part of the of the country that, that wet toppings was just a thing cuz you know in um limerick they call hair well, you see, I call hair people call them hair ties. I call them hair catchers. They call hair catchers go go. So you call them hair catchers. I know. I don't know why. For your hair catchers, not saying it's radical. I call them go go's. I, I they call they,
1: them bobbins.
0: Or what are they? No, in Limerick they call them go go's. Yeah. Think.
1: And Waterford, I think they say go go's. So um, there you have it.
0: Wet toppings, but as, a, adding a
1: spoon of McDonald's curry sauce to the Bisto gravy is that? very interesting. Oh. I feel like somebody else replied to something or sent us a message and said something similar and somebody somewhere maybe they said it to me personally said they have some curry sauce with their roast and
0: it's incredible okay i suppose if you add it to the best, we could make add a kind of a sweet element maybe maybe i'll give it a try this is gonna blow rachel Beebe's mind Beebe's mind an uh, American. Really she is. doesn't even know what mcdonald's curry sauce is because curry sauce in america's not the same thing is it they even have
1: curry sauce in america like as in our idea of curry sauce Rachel, Rachel, if you're listening, curry sauce to us, I guess it's kind of like a Chinese-Irish hybrid.
0: Mm, I don't think they'd recognize it in China, but it's it's, in an Irish-Chinese You'd get it in in a Chinese takeaway
1: takeaway here. And it's, I mean, it's usually on the milder side, Mm. kind of a sweet curry sauce. Mm, Fruity. Not unlike (laughs) the McDonald's
0: curry sauce, which again, I'm not sure if they have in America. Sauce wars. So, swords. it looks like this topic isn't over, Emer. Okay, now let's go on to listener emails. <laughs> Michaela got
1: in touch. She uh, was very happy that we visited the halfway house because she's local. But she said, and her mother also says, that Comiski's, which is just off the Navon Road and Black Horse Avenue, is their preferred option over the halfway house. Now, Comiski's is on our long list yeah. of places to visit and some other locals had also recommended Comiski's. I mean, we just happened to go for the halfway house. It wasn't really you know, we weren't saying we prefer this to (laughs) Tecumaskis. But she went on to say herself and a friend have gone the last two weeks to Tecumaskis, hopefully inspired by us, and found it great and fulfilling every time. She likes to throw a little curveball in and order peppercorn sauce instead of gravy.
0: You're a free thinker. We support that, Michaela. I
1: love peppercorn sauce. And she said she likes getting turkey, mash, stuffing and chips with peppercorn sauce. Chips with peppercorn is delicious.
0: Yeah, chips and peppercorn. It's interesting, isn't it? Because... That just goes better together. Yeah. Chips and peppercorn sauce. Mm, okay, if if
1: and when I make it to Kumiski's, I'll be getting a side of peppercorn sauce. She said skis also has lovely big cakes <laughs> in a refrigerated glass container. Um, every self-respecting carvery does, really. Glasses of water on the tail, because we, we do appreciate that. Yes. And the pub is next to the Phoenix Park entrances and the hole in the wall, famous for its Christmas decorations.
0: Okay, and we've one last email before we go to our roast news which people are sitting on the edge of their stools waiting to hear. Uh, Claire McGee sent us an email a fan of Emer's Column and a Sunday roast. She said she uh, rarely frequents a carvery. Her husband and in-laws cook a decent one as is her privilege and right. <laughs> However, as a teacher she said she's often down in Kildare on professional development days and they're given a voucher for Silken Thomas's for a carvery and she's always impressed I have to say. She said, I do remember the stuffing being amazing last time. Brackets, massive stuffing oh, fan. As a massive stuffing fan myself and a Kildare woman this is, i may have to visit thank you
1: I was just picking up my notes on her
0: i'm struggling to get a bit of paper <laughs> this week's carvery it. visit
1: so I, ha- I actually have here on my phone one one more bit of halfway house news mm-hmm. uh, my friend louise got in touch and she said i had a lovely carvery in the halfway house but the big news is he let me have the crispy skin on the turkey even though i was in actual fact having the beef <laughs> now that's service yeah. As she said, she also heard of she witnessed somebody at the legendary Harvey's Point Carvery in Donegal order a bit of every meat. The absolute hound. Wow, I'll, I'm going to do that somewhere. Can I have a bit of everything?
0: Go yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I'd say they get asked all sorts. Yeah, no shame, no shame at all. Well done to everyone there. Congratulations to everyone for taking part in this, this week's Insta Sticker. Look forward to more <laughs> progress there next and week and
1: for their recommendations, etc. Yes,
0: okay. Love it. This week's roast news, we're back with the Camden Burrito, it's not going away. (laughs) I don't don't know if you, I'm in a sort of a fever dream, I don't know if you mentioned it and I did want to acknowledge that Sean Loves Pizza on Insta sent us a picture of the Yorkshire Burrito Roast from Camden Market. (laughs) Now if this is the 15th (laughs) time we've said this. In fact, we should mention it every episode. He said it was delicious.
1: I mean, I can see the picture in my hand <laughs> or in my mind's yeah. eye. I can see it. But if we mentioned it last week, we're just mentioning it again because
0: <laughs> it was a good effort. Not
1: a week can go by that we don't mention the Camden burrito. No. Um, But thanks for that, Sean. It looked delicious.
0: Yeah. He said the only thing that was missing, missing was some mash.
1: Yeah. but <laughs> I'm having a serious deja vu. And um, back, moving far away from Camden, back yeah. to Dublin. Hen's Teeth in Dublin 8 are doing their Sunday roast again. I've only been to Hen's Teeth once. It wasn't for a roast, but I had a delicious meal. Um, you can get a roast dinner there for two and a bottle of wine for sixty euro, or you can order what you like from their choice of roast meats, sides, and desserts. Veggie and vegan options available too, of course. Yeah, the you know, that is
0: that's not like an ad, but it's not. We're just it's pat- absolutely we're just not sharing. an ad. <laughs> we, ha- well, oh how we wish, but no, we're just sharing the love, the roast love. Um, and then finally, we do like we've mentioned Britain in every single episode, which is interesting. But anyway, we're talking about King Charles the Third. He shared his roast potato tips actually who shamed herself by thinking that the picture of the gondola going by the canal was a uh, dolphin's born And not Venice, but she redeemed herself by sending in uh, this story from the Irish Mirror. When it comes to rusting up a roast dinner, the one thing everyone wants to make sure they get right is the potatoes, as crispy roasties that are fluffy on the inside are the backbone of any good Sunday dinner. Excellent. Meeting their word count, this person. Yeah. This is very good.
1: But it turns out that King Charles himself is an oracle on making perfect roast potatoes. I would have assumed he'd never cooked a
0: potato in his life. I, but he goes to the kitchen like it's a bit of fun. Ah, and the staff are like, oh my God, he makes such a mess.
1: Hang on, this is starting to make sense. The monarch spoke about the best way to cook potatoes during a visit to the Bradford <laughs> HQ of a popular super, supermarket chain, Morrison's, on Tuesday, which formed part of his two-day trip to Yorkshire. Was he talking about the puddings? Mm-hmm. He says, don't add oil to your potatoes when you put them in the oven. You can ditch fancy duck or goose fats Best way to cook your roasties is using the fat from whatever joint of meat you've been cooking. And I'm about to throw up.
0: Okay, <laughs> let's move on.
1: Where did we go this week? <laughs> uh, well, it was actually a few weeks ago, it was, yeah. and we went to the old spot in Dublin Four
0: Bath Avenue, I think, is it? Bath Avenue. Um,
1: this was recommended by quite a few people. It is not a carvery; it's a restaurant. Well, it's a it's a pu- it's a fancy pub slash restaurant. Yeah. So we were not um, gazing through the glass windows of joy. (laughs) We were gazing at a menu.
0: Like two little kids on Christmas morning. So it was a
1: different experience. So we'll be taking you through the usual categories. We'll be doing the host. What was the old spot like? The roast. What was the grub like? And the Holy Ghost. Value for money. Would we go back? Mm-hmm.
0: And also sharing our post-roast reaction before we do our match.
1: iconic, now iconic it's post-roast
0: chronic. reaction. Chronic. Why? Because we just said it was. So, Esther, off we go so to here the, old
1: the old spot. Yes. You can see the Aviva curving against the skyline there? No match on, thank God.
0: And a credit union and the old gas works in the background. We're the zero spark right across there. the road. We're excited. This is medicinal. We need this. We need this yes. rose today. Yeah, I have mice. Right, so okay, we in we go. And we're going in. So, so different, different thing. Instantly a different thing. We had booked a table.
1: Oh. Which we haven't had to do before because previously we've just been doing walk-in carveries.
0: Yeah, we just show up like two cowgirls and we just open the door we're like, we're here for a carvery. Point us to the banbury, please. <laughs> So, for this occasion, we had
1: uh, I had put on socks, wow. Esther had brushed her hair, <laughs> um, so we had booked a table. In we went, it was really lovely, pub, really warm, almost a Christmassy feeling, even mm. though it was, I think, back in October, and just a really nice atmosphere, wasn't it?
0: Mm. Well, well, I what well, the thing I said about this pub, it just reminds you there are many different Dublins within the city. This was kind of we're not worrying about the energy crisis here. We're just having a lovely time drinking red wine. Drinking a Barolo with our Sunday roast dinner. I did feel like there were muted light sources everywhere. Yeah, it was just um, cosy. I feel like there was a roaring
1: fire. Even if there wasn't, there was the sense of a, ro- a roaring fire. I can't remember if there actually is, was one. We were very close to the bar. We could see the drinks flying in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, the waitresses were flying around. It was quite busy. Yeah. I was glad we'd booked the table. I think,
0: did we tell... The waitress thought immediately. We said, we're both going to have the roast. Probably. That's normally how we proceed, just telling people how excited we are. She was American. There, the, the, A lot of the staff were American. Oh, were they? Mm. Now, she did say, if we weren't going to have starters, there was going to be quite a long wait
1: because some of the roast elements are cooked from scratch. Ah, uh, yes. And we said, that's okay. Even though we were starving, Dying. as we all... That's <laughs> the problem. One of the downsides of going to a place where it's a proper restaurant is that you're waiting longer. Carvery, I mean... You might be standing in a queue for the carvey, but at least you can see it. Yeah. Your eyes can see it and your mouth is watering.
0: You've got the steam of the bain-marie keeping yeah. those babies warm. You've got the hot lights on top to keeping them toasty. And you just need to funnel along, get your little brown tray and funnel along <laughs> and get to those glasses and of ice And you're almost water. getting
1: high off the people walking past with their brown trays. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's almost my time. It's almost
0: my turn. Yeah.
1: It actually ended up not being not bad at all. It, it was bad. maybe 10 minutes, 15. Normal.
0: I ordered the... Chicken and I ordered, which I won't be doing for a long time again,
1: the beef. <laughs> I ordered the chicken, I was torn. This is the first time I've got, I've strayed from, or maybe I got turkey somewhere actually. Did I? I think I got turkey in Hanlon's Corner in Granger's. Granger's, yeah. I strayed from the beef, even though it came, the problem here was there were two roasts on the menu and they came with different stuff. Mm. Now, I'm sure I could have asked, could I ha- also have a Yorkshire pudding with that? But I, I I was in Dublin 4 I was very much out of my depth I, you know
0: Because <laughs> as you may, may have remembered seconds ago Eimear made a point of saying she wore socks that day so <laughs> that's the kind of level I'm no disrespect to Eimear who's sitting a hair's breadth away from me but you know Far
1: but, from Dublin 4 I was weird literally But,
0: it, it, but I, I took scant notes that day so I actually can't remember any of that but now that it's coming into focus I did get a Yorkshire pudding and you didn't
1: Yeah so the beef came with the Yorkshire pudding and the chicken crucially came with Stuffing, stuffing.
0: For Sausage stuffing.
1: meat stuffing, which is my, my number one type of stuffing. That kind of swayed me in the direction of the chicken. They both came with roast potatoes and veg.
0: Yeah, carrot and uh, broccoli.
1: And cauliflower cheese.
0: Actually, and I must... Did do, yeah. Did it come with
1: cauliflower yeah, cheese? Yeah, mine definitely did. I mm,
0: love cauliflower cheese. Um, the food arrived. Esther, do you remember your... Beef was beautiful. Uh, it was slightly pink. Um, It was different... Uh, <laughs> experience too I'm really trying to. don't She's know. Struggling I'm really to talk about the beef um, I noticed the carrot, even the carrot and broccoli were really well seasoned. It was all very tasty. The Yorkshire pudding was craggy so it had been obviously just made individually mm. and put into the little you gave me you very graciously gave me a taste of the Yorkshire pudding with gritted teeth <laughs> and my nails digging into the table I cut a sliver of the York and I said I plated it on I was like there you go and I said enjoy that millimeter of Yorkshire pudding so I did and I put it onto my tongue like a communion <laughs> wafer and, and let and it sit so with there you. and I was like savoring it going I so, said, well, you want the Yorkshire pudding, you should order the beef. Yeah. Um, But so it was all very tasty. Yeah.
1: Well, I, so I got the chicken and it was, I believe. Oh, it was, it was a huge amount of hug chicken. A, it was a part boned breast and then also a leg. It was a lot of chicken. Now, as I've previously said on this podcast, I like my plate to be full. I have been jealous <laughs> of Esther in the past when
0: heaping stuff on, oh, when, more, more. When more. her love
1: of cabbage has has made me feel hard done by. <laughs> it was very tasty. I I didn't even eat all of it. The stuffing was tasty, but it was the size of a salpetrine disc. It was a tiny amount of mm-hmm. stuffing. I feel like if you're gonna put it on a menu, give a little bit more. And then the veg was fine. There was cauliflower cheese. I'm just not a fan of cauliflower cheese in general, but mm-hmm. I tasted. You don't a little mean, bit. like saucy yeah. things like that. Yeah. Uh, the carrots, and broccoli were delicious. Mm-hmm we had a problem with the roasties didn't we
0: we have a problem uh, yes they looked
1: incredible mm. when the waitress came and put our food down in front of us there was uh, a table of three kind of sitting to m- my left and they commented on how good the roasties looked we were so excited I'm not going to say they were raw in the middle but they were undercooked in the middle
0: they were fine fu- like they were just they were just neat they weren't squishy and fluffy and they were kind of, you could see no. that kind of translucent it wasn't yeah. quite cooked there was no they fluff cooked. but the, uh, they looked yeah and Incredible get, and the flavor. I could take get rosemary off it. And no, I know everyone just had their run the kitchen. It's tricky. So we do. there was I had a really nice meal. And they're all doing great work and great service and everything. But the roast potatoes just weren't cooked on the yeah. day. They just yeah. weren't. No,
1: they weren't cooked um,
0: for twenty eight euro. You want your potatoes to be cooked. Yeah,
1: I mean Esther's meal was twenty eight. Mine was twenty six.
0: I won't. oh sorry, I jumped to the. I sorry, I cut to the chase. How much but, was? Yeah, it Yeah, I mean, it I feel euro. like
1: it, we need to bring that in yeah. here though because that com- comparatively. Mm-hmm. Some it's double are. what some of the carveries we've had, and you know the little mass-produced roasties were better than the ones that we had at the well, definitely the ones that I had at the old spot. Anyway,
0: mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed it, and I feel like I were kind of we've
1: kind of rolled into the Holy Ghost. I kind of would give it a second chance, mm-hmm.
0: but let's actually just see what what um, Emer and Esther of Old thought. Let's go for the post drugs. You actually and see.
1: It felt um, very Christmas dinner-y because, and it was kind of placed down in front of you. I, I had my
0: reservations. I'm not well, gonna I, I'm looking forward to hearing what you've got to say in the studio where you are right now. Yeah. And uh, we're going to throw it to you in a moment. It's raining. It's cozy. Let's throw back to you two hot potatoes right now. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, interesting. Oh, interesting. Wow, what she said there about those really made me think about <laughs> mm. what I'm about to say next. Mm. mm. Interesting. So, Emer. Yeah,
1: I like. Yeah, as I was saying, I, I, I would give it a second chance. Now, the reason we went to the old spot is because we had so many recommendations mm. for it. So people have obviously had incredible experiences there. Yeah. We we actually skipped over a bit of um, eavesdropping. There was some read. Oh, yes. There was two incidents that I enjoyed. The table see? next to us. Yeah. There was a quibble over mm. a burger. From what I could gather. The quibble was about having to pay extra for a topping on a burger or something along those lines. Wet topping. The the wet topping. The woman involved was not happy. So that was kind of interesting. And then um, it was also another customer's birthday. But they were kind of at the back of the restaurant and what obviously now we know was them starting to sing happy birthday <laughs> just kind of sounded like someone howling and i was like what's going on oh, back there
0: oh <laughs> you <laughs> oh it's getting into the rhythm now yeah. happy birthday and yeah.
1: then everyone kind of joined in yeah um, which was nice that's i always think that's cute so that was cute
0: but that happened to us recently as well when we went out for Sophie's book did someone start singing happy birthday in the pub and we all started singing as well yes we did yeah. wow has to happen in threes what's going when's going to happen next guys we don't know so that was fun um, <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, would I'm you Just look at my notes here. Have I covered everything? Woman
1: giving out a bit of burger. Yes, it's near the Aviva. There's a good spar up the road. A nice spar up the road. By Beggar's Bush. Um, You're in Sophie White's neighbourhood there. You mm-hmm. might happen upon, noted author you Sophie see, White. You
0: might see her rollerblading, knitting, crocheting, roller derbying, doing all, at all the same. Writing time. a book all the same time. Yeah.
1: So let's go back to Holy Ghost. Value for money. I think the if, the food, if the food had been yeah. up to scratch, it was fine. Yeah, but. it
0: was bummer that the potatoes didn't
1: didn't work out this time. But
0: would you go back? Yes, I would go back.
1: I would go back and give it another go.
0: And ultimate score, how many potatoes out of potatoes?
1: I'm going to give it my lowest score yet.
0: Whoa!
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it a six out of Whoa. ten.
0: Okay, I'm going to give it a I think last week I gave a 7 did I mm-hmm. see actually I feel I'm quite conservative with the scores because I'm waiting for that one roast to rule them all so I'm, I'm kind of holding back I could be firing at 8 and 9s here all the time but I'm not I'm going to give it a 6.99 yeah I remember you definitely
1: were I was kind of disappointed and you weren't you were yeah. maybe I'm just jealous I don't
0: know Yeah, but uh, it was still a lovely experience it kind was of- a lovely
1: experience I'm glad we went and I will go back and try it again Um, and I'm anticipating that it will be lovely
0: Well, we've come to the end of another Emer and Esther Sunday Roast with Emer and Esther.
1: And thanks to everyone who got in touch this past week. And if you want to continue getting in touch or you have some new uh, roast news or recommendations for us, you can send us a message on Instagram at Sunday Roast Potatoes. Or email us on hellorosepotatoes at gmail.com I think we got three
0: emails this week. Yeah. We also want to update the Emer and Esther Sunday Rose playlist on Spotify so send us some classic Sunday afternoon song recommendations on Insta as well at Sunday sundayrosepotatoes or hellorosepotatoes at gmail.com The link to the playlist is in the show notes. And please leave us a lovely review on Apple Podcasts or indeed wherever you get your podcast. You can follow me at Esther 2 names on Instagram and everywhere.
1: And I'm at Eamor the Screamer everywhere. We will be back next Sunday. Yes, indeedy. Bye for now. Bye. Don't get the beef garbaccio.